0: Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers. This is the Finding Arizona Podcast, episode number 275. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is the wonderfully talented and wonderfully spoken Regina Lawrence. She is a former corporate lawyer, now turned into a coach for business and life. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoy this episode. We also want you to go check out all of her links that are all in the bio below. You are always welcome to connect with us at Finding Arizona podcasts at our website, FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We also make it easy for you guys to connect with us on social media, Finding Arizona Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You tell us who you want to come in next. We make it happen. So that being said, there are a couple of things that I would like for you guys to go do from the bottom of my heart. It helps us out a lot. Go check out the blog. The blog is a little bit more of the personal touch. It tells you what's been going on in our life. Our little Atlas is growing up little bit by little bit. He is Uh, officially gone through his one month uh, checkup. He is eight pounds officially, and he is 21 21 inches long officially as well. Um, We hope that you guys enjoy catching up with us. But if you want just more of the official things going on in the podcast, you can go to our newsletter and sign up for that. That'll let you know who's coming up next, what's been going on in the community. It's so facto. You got the newsletter right straight to your email, and you get informed right away that being said we are all caught up with our business what's been going on i just want to tell you guys i hope that everyone's staying safe i hope that everyone has just been having um, some really really good family time there has been some quality family time here and we've just been enjoying watching this little guy grow a little bit by little bit so we also want you guys to be aware that there are some changes coming down the road I'm trying to do more video stuff. I'm trying to get in more um, Zoom calls and get used to going uh, doing the Zoom calls and maybe slowly getting transition into live streaming. Um, I'm just really trying to get everything set up and settled in so that everything is high quality and just easygoing, not only for me, but for the guests as well. Uh, we, We want you guys to enjoy our time and quality time together while we're recording, but also make sure that our fans are enjoying it as well too so we hope that you guys are staying uh staying close on to our social media feed because we will be letting you know when we go to that live feed status That is all caught up to everything with our podcast. Now is my favorite part of the intro, which is the community cork board. Uh, I just really wanna highlight a lot of the farmer's market that has been giving the farmers the ability to sell their goods. And I just really wanna highlight all of the different farmer's market throughout the the Valley. There's some in Scottsdale, uptown, downtown, uh, on the West side, I believe. And I think that everyone should try and, you know, get out, um, enjoy the, the springtime kind of warmer climates and enjoy being able to go to these farmers market and get quality, um, greens and other products from local merchants. That being said, we hope that you guys enjoy this community corkboard. If you want to send in something that you want to shout out, you can go do so at podcast at gmail.com. That concludes our community corkboard and concludes our intro. This is going to be episode 275 with Regina Lawrence Esquire. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoy this episode and we will see you on the next one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. As always, we bring in someone very special every week. And today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I would love to introduce this podcaster, former corporate lawyer. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Regina Lawrence. Thank you for having me. Yay! Of course. I mean, we've been trying to make this happen for a while. So it's like, it's it was bound to happen, I yep. feel like. And it's just, you know, schedules, things like that. And so now you're here. So I'm, I'm here very, finally. Very excited. <laughs> Um, let's let's let me ask you this because it is on everyone's mind. It is on my mind all, at all times because we're expecting a child. The pandemic has changed everyone's life. Yeah, and so now we're asking everyone's like, "How are you doing?" since the pandemic started it's like how because we sometimes forget we lose ourselves in wanting to help others and wanting Mm -hmm. to you know make sure that we're staying stable with our own business but we sometimes forget ourselves in that in that struggle which is which is fine Mm -hmm. it happens um how but i would like to take the moment to just really like how are you doing how have things been what has life been like for you
1: that's a complicated question. <laughs> it's I am I am great and then like everybody there are moments of fear there are moments I say like in fetal position under my coffee table especially yep. back in March when things started to get really crazy. I had a plan for my business and the trajectory and what I was going to be doing this year and a big part of that was going to be live events around the country and in Canada. Yeah. And so when I realized that wasn't going to happen I had to pivot what I wanted and in the intention for the business this year. Yeah. And it's great. I'm happy with what has happened. I'm happy with what has happened with the business. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with the growth that I've had as an entrepreneur to make it through. You know, I'm, I'm still new in, in entrepreneurship. I'm only a couple of years in. And so to make it through this, I'm like, okay, if I can get through this, I feel like I can get through anything in my business.
0: Of course. I mean, I'd be remiss to say that like things have changed for us as as well like you know we have tried everything to kind of keep our community you know noticed and heard because we are making a lot of changes with you know how our format is and how we address certain things as far as you know meeting the Mm -hmm. individual or the businesses how we approach them and stuff like that so it's just been um, it's affected all of our lives So I always just kind of ask just this thing Because it sometimes just gets so cumbersome Of like yeah. helping others Wanting to make ourselves uh, pivot Or whatever it may be That we just sometimes forget how we're, how we're internally doing And things like that And I feel like you might understand that if, uh, Totally Let's just jump into it Ladies and gentlemen She is now a business coach mm. And you have helped coach these individuals And these groups and so like I want to I want to get past like just the nitty gritty but those who are just listening now want to understand who you are from the beginning. So let I'll ask you the secondary question now that we've asked before COVID we used to start with this is can you give us your origin story and how you got here?
1: Sure. So I am an East Coast girl. I grew up in Philadelphia. I'm from a big family. Nice. Yeah, I'm very I'm such an East Coast girl. You'll hear in some of my words, things will come out. I can't hide it. Water. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> water. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I grew up in a big family. I have eight siblings, and I've always been this very people-pleasing, high-achieving, codependent human being. And that led me to want to just be the best at everything I did, Mm -hmm. which led me to go to law school. And I went to law school, practiced law for seven years. I was a lawyer, and I was a law professor. Wow. And I did that, and I thought, like a lot of people I think think will happen, the job, the business, the career would give me a sense of fulfillment Mm -hmm. in my life. And early on in my legal legal career, I was a trial attorney for the city of Philadelphia. Okay. And I always wanted to be a trial attorney once I went to law school. And so I remember trying my first case in front of a jury. I was a few months into practice and the jury came back with a verdict for us. And I remember this feeling of like complete emptiness. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking like, oh... This is it. Like, this is the pivotal moment.
0: Yeah, this is like, the, this is supposed to be everything to me. And yeah. now I'm realizing how I feel in this moment.
1: And I felt nothing. And I was like, eh, all right, let's go to the bar and get a drink. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so as I As o- one
0: does from Philadelphia. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> ask, ask after that moment. Yeah, my, all right, well,
1: let's go to the bar. <laughs> so I always remembered that moment. And then I eventually pivoted from trial work to being a lit- an insurance defense litigator for a big firm in the city. Okay. And that was like the job you work towards. It's like the job where you stay there for the rest of your career. You make a lot of money. Yeah. And it's prestigious, blah, blah, blah. And I remember there was this moment where I was doing everything I thought I wanted to do with my life. I had a house. I had a partner. I had a great job. And I just had this super emotional breakdown on the floor of my office. Yeah. And I remember laying there looking at myself thinking, how did you get here? like this is everything you've worked your whole like 30 years of your life to get towards and you're <laughs> having a breakdown on your office floor and a pencil skirt and a pair of Louboutins like <laughs> questioning your existence
0: please tell <laughs> me you kept that for your memoirs <laughs> and, like you put it in your bibliography totally <laughs> totally because that's a passage that you don't forget as I laid there you know in my Louis Vuittons, having totally. A panic attack,
1: Like totally and I remember just thinking about the irony in the moment as I laid there and Cried and tried to breathe. I was like, what am I doing with my life? And so that started me on a journey to really start to think about my life differently. Like, yeah. what can I do that will bring more peace and joy in my life? How can I find more fulfillment in this life? Because I knew like looking at the four walls of my office, they were gray. I was like, I am not going to spend the rest of my life in these four walls. I can't do it. <laughs> and so that led me on a journey to sell to like a lot of self-help, a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah. And then it I started to think like maybe I could do something different with my life. Sure. Like maybe I could work for myself but I'm I'm not from an entrepreneurial family like you know I went to law school like people are like what are you doing (laughs) Um, but I hired a life and business coach and in working with him he was like you're a coach like you're a natural teacher why aren't you coaching and I was like no 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 I'm not a coach I'm not a coach (laughs) I don't want to coach but I knew I wanted to do something yeah of course and so I was like, okay, I'm going to start to build a brand, however you do that. And I'm somebody who, in practice especially, like your personal life is per- personal. Yeah. You don't show things on the internet. Like you don't share too much with clients. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to just start to brand myself on Instagram. <laughs> and so I started like sharing pretty pictures, yeah. writing copy and caption, sharing parts of my life. Okay. And women started DMing me saying, I feel like you're talking to me when you wrote this thing. Huh. I feel like you're connecting with me. Like, I feel like you're telling my story. And I was like, that's interesting. So I'm people connect and resonate with what I'm talking about, which is what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I can help them the way that my coach has helped me. And that started like the journey into eventually becoming a coach.
0: Nice. And I mean, just from my experience, you know, my wife, let's be like, uh, for those of you who, understand and know the small world that is Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of interconnected moments where, you know, where how we met, I think was my wife went to a women's event. I think it was the foundress or something like that. And she was just kind of having a booth there and she met all of these great individuals. And I believe that's how this came across, you know, being one another. And, you know, you've heard about podcasting. How did you get end up from... The coach part to the podcasting part where was that kind of like aha moment because I do feel like with coaching podcasting is just kind of a an easy transition it's an easy kind of like movement and flow it's kind of it's a dance of back and forth with you know yeah you could have some issues with the audio part but it's like I believe when it comes to motivating coaching and Mm -hmm. things like that that natural position is in the audio podcasting world
1: totally yeah the transition to podcasting happened because for two two parts Mm -hmm. one something i believe and teach is that you have to connect with your target audience in the way that you like to consume content okay so like we are all some version of our avatar our target audience some former version and so for me the way i love to consume content is through podcasts i love to listen to podcasts And my target audience loves to listen to podcasts. And then also, with my former life as an attorney, I spent my career asking questions to get answers and having dialogue. So yeah. I was like, I think I could, I think I can start a podcast. And so that's how that ended up happening.
0: Yeah, it was the same situation. I you kind of like was in this moment of just finishing grad school and was um, doing this just pre- yeah, screen printing job that I was just like. was just something to make ends meet and I was just kind of like having a blast um learning how to screen pin and print and then meeting these business owners who were just you know kind of like everyday joes that like Mm -hmm. had either you know gardening business kind of like the real like blue collar jobs and for me that was always fun because they were always characters in it there was always Mm -hmm. that guy that would like had a story or had something about their lives that made them do what they do yeah and so for me it was kind of like I love hearing all these stories. I love meeting these guys. They all deserve an opportunity. And where I grew up, that kind of like, you know, you always listen to your elders. You always listen to people who have those stories. And you give everyone an opportunity to be heard. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I was like, okay, so how do I do this? And it was just like you. I I binge podcasts Mm -hmm. at work. You know, whenever I had free time I just love hearing these stories and these people have expressed themselves this way and so uh, one of the podcasts was just kind of like you know in their intro it's like you know do it do it before someone else does it mm-hmm. do it before you know you you know don't have the courage to do it anymore it's like too it's gonna be too late yeah and it was early on in the podcasting where it was like 2014-13 around there and I was mm-hmm. like I think I'm going to do it. And so I bought microphones and and just kind of went out and did my thing and asked one friend after another business owner and just kind of snowballed into this world that I'm in now. Totally.
1: And that's how it starts. Like, I feel like that with anything in my business, but with my podcast, like you just do, sometimes we get so overwhelmed by like the outcome that we're seeking. Like, oh, like I want a popular podcast and I want people to listen to it. But like, We just need to start with step one. So like for me, I was like, okay, if I had a podcast, what would I say as the introduction? And I wrote that out. And then I was like, okay, great. And if I had cover art for my podcast, what would it look like? So then I went into Canva and made it. And I just did one thing at a time. And I was like, okay. Then I was like, if I was going to record an episode in GarageBand, how would I do that? And yeah. I went into Google, I searched, I'm like, oh my God, there's a whole article that tells me <laughs> how to do it. And then I was like, okay. And so I just took one step at a time. And this was actually when we were in quarantine, is what yeah. made me like fully do it. Sweet. I had the time and I was like, this is the time to do it. I exactly. sat on my I sat on my couch like eleven o'clock at night. I recorded my first podcast episode. I ordered a mic off of Amazon. Nice. And I was like, I'm just gonna do it and see what happens. Huh. Yeah.
0: And I think that's kind of like how a lot of people ended up in the podcasting world is like, I have extra time. This is something that I think could mean something or do like I might have purpose in here. Yeah. And like, there's always a curiosity. And once you have the curiosity mm-hmm. bug, I always feel like you're, you're led down the right direction. So I'm really totally. glad that you're a part of this community. And I know that you're going to do a lot of great things, too. And you already are. I mean, I've heard episodes with people that I've known and and just kind of loved and cherished and just being able to hear your voice with them always makes me feel good but on top of that it's like we're crossing paths all over you're holding a Sage Aubrey yeah we've had an episode (laughs) with Sage like yeah it's so like incredible it's so cool yeah and it's like it's so incredible to know that we have all these people around us that want to be a part of you know doing our podcasts or being totally involved in these moments where we can express ourselves and things like that. And so, you know, I've always felt kind of, I've always felt like I was kind of the person that I am the encourager. Like I, mm-hmm. I want to encourage people to do what they love. And so I feel like Nicole's that same person. Totally. Um, how do you feel about your community right now? Podcasting or coaching wise, we always feel some type of way about, especially in pivotal moments, mm-hmm. now being the quarantine, um, the coaching world, there might be a lot more people who seek it or need it um, on top of, you know, with our podcasting world. I know from from us, we've had to pivot and do a lot more viral, like going yeah. through Zoom and stuff like that and having to pivot that direction. How are you feeling about the community for yourself in your perspective?
1: I feel like with the community, I keep trying to think about how can I create the most organic connection and personable connections with people, um, in like a completely virtual setting. Cause I'm such an in-person person. person. I love, I like in-person events.
0: That's why you're here right now. I know. Like that's (laughs) what I
1: love. Like I love being with people, but I also know that like the world has changed dramatically and like, how can I serve my community in a way that is giving them an experience, but then also like Honoring the fact that people are scared to spend money right now, yeah, of and people, and like, how can we provide them with like lots of free resources and mm-hmm. lots of free things that can tangibly move the business ahead one step at a time? So yeah. that's really what I'm trying to focus on. How do I help them? How do I really allow them to feel a closeness mm-hmm. without, um, you know, sacrificing quality for them?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that what you're doing right now is. What I've seen with other coaches, too, where you're doing those exclusive content pieces, too, where it's like you can have um, your cake and eat it, so to Mm -hmm. speak, because I think that's the great thing about audio. You have an exclusivity if you want to be really specific and want it to craft to a specific audience and then use that to kind of curate, like, you know, keep a list or keep a group of audios together. And Mm -hmm. like, it's just for my clientele. This is for them, um, I know from our experience, we've had someone come in and do um, meditation uh, audio pieces. Cool. And you know, just record in here, and now she like gives it to her clients when they log into their profile on her website. Yeah. Those audio pieces are there for download, and it's like, I love when people get creative about what they do. What. Things Have you have done creatively that you feel like are just magic because I know mm-hmm. from listening to the audio um, from your previous podcast, you like questionnaires mm-hmm. now and you've um, kind of been like, I know the questionnaire was a big part of that episode. I forget her name. I think it's like Samantha or something.
1: Was it Emily, the data, yeah, Emily? The, the yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. And like she does that for her introductions to that. It's like, are you doing those types of things? So I
1: haven't gone into like quizzes, but the question that I keep asking myself is like, how do I serve differently moving forward? Like, what can I do for the community differently moving forward? Yeah. And so the big thing that I'm going to focus on in 2021 is curating conferences for male and female entrepreneurs online okay. once a month. So bring in six to eight guests a month yeah. who can actually really teach on something tangible. I don't like fluff. I don't like when people don't give the goods away. Yeah. So I want it to be something that no matter where you're at in your business, if you can't invest any money in your business right now, this will be something that will be so beneficial for for you. So that's yeah. the goal for my podcast for live events and then also for my social media moving forward for the rest of the year Nice. because also the beauty in that that i realize is that the more we give away like as a coach the more you give away give it all away the people who can invest and want to work with you are going to be like oh yeah this is really valuable i need to work with this human being awesome yeah
0: i love that um hey well if i can put my hat in the ring for podcast 101 i'll I'll do it. I, mean, I would love that. I would love to be a part of that. Yeah, I would
1: love to have you be a part of it and be a speaker for us. Yeah, because we're gonna do it at once a month for the sure. next we, next twelve months. We just planned it out.
0: And as you can see, I'm a self learner myself. I was yeah. talking about this stuff online, so it's like I'm very motivated to learn and and also teach at the same time. Brittany and I have built this from the ground up, so it's like I we before the pandemic we started doing classes like a one we did mm-hmm. one one hundred one class and taught a group of I think twelve that we're there to like you know understand what 101 podcasting is and understand what you need and those types of things. So we're so happy to like share that knowledge because it was scary like you said. Yeah. It's like it's scary to, totally. want to like start something like that. But it's so easy now. It's even easier when my when before I started or even when before you yeah. started. It's like it's so easy now to like be able to capture the audio, and then stream it to mm-hmm. other platforms. So it's like, it's incredible what has changed.
1: Once I started doing it, I was like, oh, wow, this is this is easy. I yeah. can do this. Okay. Yeah. And once I like talk to people, my clients, like how to do it, they're like, oh, okay, I think I can do it too. <laughs> it's, just,
0: it's just one it's step after it's another. It's just one thing at a time. Yeah. yeah. What have you learned most from this community? And like, what have you've gained most from your own education through this
1: with the podcast or with
0: um, coaching, let's go into coaching.
1: I mean, the biggest thing that I learned have learned because when I started my coaching business, I have done every up until recently. I've hired a lot recently, like I've hired an assistant and oh, different okay. people in the business, nice. but. I did everything up until then. And the same approach I took to my podcast, which was just one step at a time, figure out one thing at a time, is what I did with my coaching business. So once I started coaching, I knew how I wanted to coach. I knew what I wanted to coach on. It was all the other stuff. It was like, okay, how do I build a brand on social media? How do I start emailing a list. How do I build a list? What's a freebie? What's an opt-in? What's a funnel? Like all of these things, right? When you try to figure it out all at one time, you get so overwhelmed. And so I was like, okay, just one thing at a time, one Mm -hmm. focus at a time. And I also have really, I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I'm type A, I'm organized. But with my business, I decided like if I wait for it to be perfect, I'm never going to do it. Yeah. So I just do quick, messy action. Like I get an idea and I try to do it so fast so I can't psych myself out yeah. and then not do it. Because my my if my, if I let my conscious brain kick in, it's like, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to yeah. mess it up. And so I just quick and dirty, quick and dirty.
0: That's how I am too with a lot of the podcast stuff is like, I'll run, I'll do like a test run. And once I get to a point where I'm like, okay, it's hodgepodge together, but it works. Like it, it makes sense and it'll, it'll work for now. I'm just like, okay, we got to go on this Mm -hmm. because it won't feel better or we won't feel like going on to the next step if we just sit around and kind of keep fiddling with it. So yeah. it's like once it's duct taped enough together, where it's, yeah. like it's, it's passable. We like, I try and do stuff. So it's like the same thing. We're planning on going um, to do streaming and be able to record these episodes mm-hmm. live and and be able to involve our community more. That just takes away another frequency. They don't have to wait to hear what guests are, you know, yeah. and they can be more involved and you yeah, ask questions That's on cool. the live feed. So it's just like I... I want that because I feel like having you here in the moment is always fun. Yeah. And I always feel like the audience misses out Mm -hmm. because they don't get to, you know, sometimes I'm not great at asking the right questions. Maybe someone has the right question of the day. And, you know, that provides another commentary and it provides um, other voices to be heard. So it's like not just me. Yep. (laughs) And so I've always, you know, wanted that. And I've always wanted to include people who are a part of this community to be involved in the podcast as much as possible. So fingers crossed. I mean, I'm learning as well as I, I hope that I yeah, uh, know you are totally. at the same time. Um, what has been for the podcast, what has been your greatest like teacher? Because I know for me, it's been like, I listen to like Tim Ferriss and other like very uh, interview based podcast mm-hmm. a lot of the time so that I can understand where my weaknesses is questions and things like that. um, And just gain knowledge from more experienced people. What are you doing to kind of like facilitate that knowledge? gain? Mm.
1: I have my favorite podcast that I listen to. And for me, I love a podcast that is just like, we're two people sitting and having a conversation, and the audience gets to listen in on it. So the way I even prepare for a podcast is, if it's somebody I don't really know, I'll look up their bio. I'll look at a little bit about them and maybe a couple topics that I want to talk about, but I just let it flow in conversation and like see what happens. (laughs) And that's because the podcasts that I enjoy the most are the ones that have that kind of flow to them. But I would say I'm always listening to podcasts. I'm always noting like where are they, I li- I'm always listening for, where did they edit? Like, what transitions are there? Yeah. You know, just kind of studying what people who I really love are doing with their podcasts. Yeah.
0: And you'll see that this is pretty, st- like, I'll record and won't stop until we're done. And then, you know, I try not to hide too much too, because it's like, you know, there's moments of lull and quietness that I always found interesting. That's like, does take someone, if you ask a really good question, a moment to think about totally. it. And like, just really take in the question and like mm-hmm. be thoughtful about it. So it's like, I let that breathe because there are also introverts who really want to take in the moment that like, that's how they are just every day. It's just like they're taking in emotionally what the mm-hmm. question means or what their conversation is about. So, you know, I, I've learned a lot through just the five years I've been doing this. Yeah. So, um, and I don't
1: I don't edit the podcast at all in terms of like what we're saying. Like yeah. My assistant that edits it, I'm like, we don't edit out ums. We don't edit out pauses. Nice. Um, I tell guests like, I'm not editing out anything you say. Awesome. We're, we are who we are. Yeah, exactly. And the way I teach my students is like, we do this quick and messy and we show up. Okay. And so like, if I was over editing my podcast, that's not who I am or exactly. how I tell them to be. So... I just leave it as it is.
0: And same thing. I, I always try and tell everyone, just be yourself. I mean, if you swear, you swear. That's that's life. Like mm-hmm. people, I don't want you to not be yourself. And especially with like the businesses and things like that, it's like you are your business. So totally. So take hold of that, feel 100% comfortable in your own skin here. And it's like, I don't want anyone to ever feel like they have to be something that they're not with mm-hmm. their business. Of course, 100% be yourself here. So thank you for being so like, you're such a breath of fresh air so oh, thank legit. you <laughs> uh, especially like I've met a couple of coaches and I'm like I don't I, I I don't know if a coach is for me just from the personalities that I've met yeah. but it's like your personality is very calm and, and and endearing so it's like I can see myself and the coaching world with you so thank um, you let me ask you this what let's go into your kind of daily routines now. okay um just to kind of get an understanding of the business how do you break up you know, the coach life and the podcasting world, like you said, you do have the assistants. Yeah. How, how is that split up?
1: Okay. So the way that my schedule is right now, Mondays and Fridays, I don't take clients. Okay. I take clients on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Okay. Mondays are like creative days. I like to work out, get coffee, sit and write, yeah. write copy, whatever. Yeah. Um, thursday is podcast day okay so i schedule i only schedule guests on thursdays nice if somebody needs it another day i'll schedule them another day but i try to keep it on thursdays um and then tuesday and then tuesdays wednesdays and then usually thursday mornings are for coaching clients okay yeah
0: that's a good split up is that something that you had to like learn, or is that mm-hmm. something that just kind of came
1: flowing? I'm very much into time blocking. Okay. So I like to, cause I have my coaching business, mm-hmm. I have my podcast, and then I own a social media marketing company. Wow. So I have to divide things up in different ways for different, and I, and I can't go back and forth from coach to social media to <laughs> podcasting. Yeah. Like my brain just can't do it. Yeah. And, um, I find that I'm more productive if I time block properly. Okay. So that just kind of the experience of it I was trying to do so many different types of tasks in one day mm-hmm. and it wasn't working and then once I hired an assistant I was like I have to have certain things to her by certain deadlines yeah. and so I had to organize my schedule in a certain way
0: that's good I mean now that you have a consistent flow it, it kind of time manages all well especially with the podcast the release date you want to be consistent yeah with releasing the the things the episodes out on time and things like that How many like? How is the split between you and your assistant on like like? Of course, you record, but they edit and then they Mm -hmm. give it back to you.
1: So basically, this year with my business, I sat down and I was like, "What do I want to do in my business? What's my zone of genius?" Yeah. Um. And then what's everything else that I don't want to do? Okay. And so for me, I like to interview a guest, Mm -hmm. and I also am fine with scheduling the guest myself. Everything else, I don't want anything to do with. So my that makes it pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, so my assistant takes the episode now. She adds the intro, the outro. Yeah. Um, she is. We're now doing. Um, a whole blog on the episode, which I wasn't doing before. I was just doing like a mini thing. Yeah. So like if I have a guest on, she's literally taking it. She's having the whole thing transcribed. She's running it through Grammarly and then she's turning it into a Q and a for the blog.
0: That's awesome. That is a real assistant, right? That is someone who can make that happen. Totally.
1: Because for me, I was like, if I'm going to have a podcast, I want to start to work on the SEO side of it. Mm -hmm. And so She's going back to the back episodes, yeah. Because I didn't, need, I didn't do it in the beginning. I need
0: someone to do that for me. I have way too many to go back to now. That, mm-hmm. Like I ha- I've been thinking about, I'm like. I think I might need someone to like come in and, and do the backlog cause I have, yeah. I'm too far away and I have too many things on my plate. Yeah. Like, I can't go back and like re upload those, but I have everything it's there. It's just,
1: you just need somebody to do yeah, it for you. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I have her, that. I have her doing, doing it all for me. So she's starting with the backlogged episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like doing a summary of everything. She also does all the graphics for social media. Oh, nice. So I designed all the social media graphics. Yeah. But that now she goes in and edits them. Okay. So I have like a whole set of story slides with quotes from the guests. Nice. She'll email the guests for photos if we don't have them, or she'll yeah. go to social and pull photos of yeah. them. And so she does she does everything for me. That's
0: beautiful. That's a good that's... she's so good. Um so there's just one. There's just you and her for that for the for the podcast yeah that's awesome and I, I like I kind of want to keep that small circle like I'll mm-hmm. probably just add one more person and like keep going until we can't go no more because there's a thought now I've met a couple of guys that like I have another thought for another ep- like another series oh yeah uh, a podcast that I'd need to put some effort and time into so it's mm-hmm. like yeah I definitely need someone to like help me help assist me so.
1: totally so, and it's it's so much faster for her to do all of that stuff than it was for me to do it yeah she's so much faster i'll text her about something and she's like all right it's done nice i'm like wow okay
0: great <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> well that's good that you've sp- you now like because that's something that i've slowly started to learn is to let go of those things that you truly aren't passionate about no and like are not interested in in having a part of your world or in you know in your circle because it just it doesn't because it doesn't bring you joy it just kind of brings you down a little bit almost. and i just
1: i just procrastinate it yeah like i sat there and i was like why am i putting these things off you're putting these things off because you don't love to do it yeah okay great what if i paid somebody to do
0: this for me Yeah.
1: and it's it's helping all areas of my business so much by having somebody else do it
0: that's good that, I mean, well, that says a lot. It helps me kind of kind of come to the conclusion of like, yeah, I should probably get another person. Well, my <laughs> I've be- had that stuck in my head for a while. My
1: be- One of my best friends, she we call her like the people person. She helps people hire for their business. Uh-huh. And the question she always asks is, whatever your business endeavor is, where do you want it to be a year from now? Sure. And then hire according to that. So for me, I'm like, okay, where do I want the business to be a year from now? Okay. I have like big plans for the business. Mm -hmm. I have to start to like bring people on to help me.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, so now that you've seen what that, person can do for you? Have you started to come to realization with your other businesses? Yes.
1: It literally is like, so my social media business and like agency, it's changed my whole perspective on what I want to do with it. I always thought that that would just be something that I would have that would like help was going to help me fund my coaching business when I started. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, what if I grew the agency even more and just hired for all the different roles to like grow the agency. Yeah. So it's completely, I'm like, Oh, this is what happens when you hire well (laughs) and people help you do things.
0: This is what happens when you have really quality, like employee or like someone there, Mm -hmm. like, you know, who understands what you're trying to build. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Oh man. There's so much to unpack too. It's like, you have so many hats that you put on. Um, I know what I'm gonna ask now that we were going into routines. Is there anything that you do on the daily or is anything routine-wise that you like to keep to keep your sanity or keep mm-hmm. yourself in the zone, so to speak?
1: I don't take clients before twelve noon. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Cool. Um I realize that I need my mornings to like do what I need to do. Sure. So like I wake up in the morning, I have coffee. I journal, I set the intention for my day. Mm-hmm. I carry this like everywhere with me, this little notebook that has like what I'm doing, what I'm grateful for, yeah. you know, just all the things in my life. I like to set the intention and the tone for my day. Awesome. Because if I wake up and I just start going, I'm an insane human being. <laughs> so I need like time and I work in the morning, yeah. but it's like not with other humans. Gotcha. It's by myself, yeah. like, putting putting posts on social media (laughs) like checking my email meditating going to the gym yeah that's like a non-negotiable for me gotcha
0: i i'm just i'm also like kind of curious is there anything um night wise routine wise that you do because i know for your daytime it's your mornings like yeah it's like your morning routines are essential to start up your day but is there anything because i know for health nuts too, it's like the sleep time mm-hmm. is a very significant time right before you go to, right before you go to bed.
1: My bedroom is like a sacred space. Oh, it's okay. like super clean. It's super cool. No overhead lights, like dim side table lights. Yeah. Um. I have a spray for the room before I go to sleep. Nice. Um, I like, so this is the truth. I like to read before I go to bed. Like okay. I'll fall asleep reading. Yeah. But I also like to watch
0: TV before I go to
1: bed. <laughs> and I actually like to watch TV in my bed. Okay. But it's like it's not good for you.
0: Yeah, I keep hearing that. But I love it. <laughs> I love doing it too. I mean, we just here's the here's the cat out of the bag. We just got a new bed that um uh it goes up. Oh yeah. And, and it goes up in the to lift, you know, to help, you know, with sleeping and snoring and things like that. And so I was just like, oh, it's it's so like it's it's a weird thing to say, but it's like, it's changed a lot about how I sleep. It's yeah. It's really great. And it's a new bed. So I just really enjoy sleeping in it. And it's, I love new bed. <laughs> I know.
1: I just got a new bed. I just moved into a new condo and oh, I, nice. I just got a brand new bed. And so, so it's me and two cats in a king size bed Yes, and it's, My bed is so good. I always want to get into it and I never want to get out of it. (laughs) Same.
0: We just got the king size bed and we have the dog and um, we have two cats, but the only one of them sleeps in the bed. Um, But yeah, again, it's, it was great because the queen could not support the the, the, the dog and the cat. Like all, we were just cramped and it's like the king is just no worries whatsoever. It's the
1: greatest thing. The greatest it is thing. the greatest thing. And you have another human coming into your bed yes, soon like you yes. needed the king. Yeah,
0: I needed the king. <laughs> I mean, we all needed the king. And it's been great. I love I love it. And it's like those types of things like that, the nighttime routines. Are mm-hmm. you are you like sacred about like anything at all like in the nighttime like is there a night mask or anything like that that you do i
1: have like a whole i mean i have a whole nighttime face routine okay. that i do i have oils i have face oh. washes i have toner i have like a whole <laughs> i have a whole nighttime like sleep hygiene routine yeah um i'm also really big about turning my phone on airplane mode when That's i go to I keep sleep
0: too, is like either airplane mode or just away from the bed totally altogether. i
1: i use my phone as my alarm clock okay. when i need An alarm. Yeah. So I like to have it, and also like I'm a single woman who lives alone. Like I don't want my phone on the other side of the apartment. Like I want it close by. Yeah. Um. But what I do, I notice if I have it on airplane mode, I will always. It's just a habit. I pick it up and look at it in the morning, Mm -hmm. but because it's on airplane mode, I don't. There's not no notifications. That's also good. It's and it's a good reminder to me because I see that it's on airplane mode, and it reminds me, don't look at your phone right now. Yeah. And I put it away.
0: That's also very good. It's like a little like hey. Don't look, like it's a little heads up from your from yourself before you went to bed. Totally. Like, like, hey, don't don't the, do it. The
1: airplane mode helps me a lot. And I've also turned off all notifications on my phone. So yeah. like if I get a text, I don't see it on the screen. Like all notifications. Also, this. Really annoys my friends. My phone is always on do not disturb mode. Oh, nice. Always. Like it never, it always goes right to voicemail.
0: So can I ask, do you, do you, are you fairly well about returning calls and text messages now or do you? Because of the habit of, like, it being on Do Not Disturb, mm-hmm. do you, like, kind of routinely check or is there a time of day that you routinely check?
1: I don't have a time of day that I routine, routinely check. However, I realize today my brain only – my I respond to things in the order of most importance. Gotcha. So, like, things that need to be responded to immediately will get responded to. Okay if it's like a friend at home who's just texting to like catch up and chat, like Mm -hmm. I might not respond to her for five days, (laughs) literally. And they all know this. Okay. Like, unless they catch me in a moment where I happen to be on my phone and I see them, I'll voice memo them. But like my friends laugh because I'm, I'm always on quote unquote, always on social media. I'm always on stories. And they're like, bitch we know you're on your phone <laughs> text me back <laughs> <laughs> or like my family will be like you're on instagram, instagram. story and i'm yeah. calling you why aren't you answering i'm like because you're not top priority do you is anyone dying do you need something right now oh yeah i'll call you and i'll call you on saturday <laughs> but that's truly and it annoy the people who are closest if you could hear the amount of voicemails i have on my phone yeah. that i have saved with people my friend best friends and family calling members
0: you bi- call your bitch harassing
1: <laughs> me at my voicemail they're like bitch we know you're on your phone call us back and i'm like okay well you're not a client you're not paying my bills and nobody's dying so i'll talk to you in 5 days or whenever i get the energy to text you back
0: i love i love your attitude about it because it just shows it's like yeah it's those important like it's the things that are priority that will obviously bring you joy and bring you other things that like yeah. opportunities and things like that but it's like it's like but that's how we all want to live except no one's really making the effort. Sometimes, like you know, it's like yeah, putting priority first versus putting the things totally we, like fan- like you know. Sometimes friends and family need to take a back seat versus over your what's you know, like you said, paying your bills and things like that. And it's totally. And sometimes it's hard for people to realize. Like
1: it's hard. I have really strong boundaries. I have strong boundaries. It, with it shows everyone in my life. Yeah. And I've just adopted this mindset that like, we live in a world where people think they get access to us all the time Mm -hmm. because of that stupid box that we hold. Right. And so I've decided that like, just because somebody texts you, they're not entitled to a text message back right away, but they, because society tells us like, we should be accessible all the time. So I'm not accessible all the time. Like I'm around and I'm present, Mm -hmm. but like, it's the order of priority i'm one human trying to manage a million things and people and clients yeah. and like i can't
0: so i think there's a lot of people really starting to realize that it's like you can't make everyone happy all the time yeah. you have to really it it comes down to it. it's like i don't even know how the rock does it like i can't imagine being in his situation oh my like, gosh all the time everyone yeah. wants you to be on like and it's like seeing him how he does like his posts, where he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm here late at night working on stuff late at night." Yeah. Um. You know, I'm thinking these are my thoughts. I wake up super early in the morning. I do my workouts first mm-hmm. thing. That's a priority to me. Like the the types of like situations like where he has to put his mindset and like yeah. his his mental health first too. It's like totally can't imagine like what he like the daily routines to keep himself. In the moment, present, yeah, and uh, all the other things to, that he has to manage as well.
1: Totally, and I think about my life right now. I don't have a partner. I don't have kids. Like, and when I have a partner, and when I have a baby, like, at, like you're not going to hear from me for ten days. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: you want to be involved. You want to be focused and totally. present, like you said, in the moment with them. And I've, you know, I've, <laughs> I'm coming to more realization. It's yeah. dawning on me more and more every day. It's like that is. The situation like this is you know a priority to me and it's like i want her to know that i want our child to know yeah. that things like that it's like i i need to you know make efforts to make sure that if i want to continue podcasting and doing what i love i need to make all these other necessary changes to totally allow me to be present in that moment
1: I always, in each season of life, I'm always asking myself, what's the most important thing right now that's going to get the attention, right? Mm -hmm. So right now I'm in this season of build in my business, in my podcast, in things that I'm creating. That's the priority. Mm -hmm. Everything else is not as important as that thing right now. And like, but this is just the season that I'm in right now. And then there will be another season where maybe I'll meet somebody and I fall in love and, (laughs) you know, hope, I mean, hopefully that (laughs) happens, right? So like, it's just different seasons that we're in. So like you're entering a new season where you're having a baby very,
0: very soon. (laughs) I'm I'm nesting. That's what I keep telling everyone. We're both nesting. Uh, It's, it's crazy. It's like mind boggling to me to, uh, you know, have these changes be more evident every day. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, whether it's, you know, bringing in, baby clothes and car seats and all these different new things that yeah. I have to learn. Or if it's taking a class online, learning about how to CPR for children, mm-hmm. like all these things make up my life in little moments. And I'm like starting to realize, Oh, it's, it's, it's coming whether oh, yeah. I like it or not, but it's like, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, my mindset is ready for the switch to turn on. Mm-hmm. And when I see him, I, I know it'll be, be a big change. So, Let us move on to what we hope for the future because 2021 is now here. Mm -hmm. We're forgetting all the negativity of last year and we're we're hoping to look towards the future and to a new dawn. What excites you? What's what's kind of exciting you most about not only the podcasting but the coaching and the social media?
1: I feel like this next year I'm kind of changing my business a little bit. Okay. So as a business coach, I've always coached entrepreneurs one-on-one mm-hmm. and very intentionally I did that because I wanted to understand the problems that people were facing, create my own systems and structures. But now this year I'm moving into creating a business coaching academy. Okay. So yeah. I'm launching a 12 week academy for people to come together a group of 30 entrepreneurs and build their businesses together from the inception of the idea all the way to the sale and launch of their products. And so I'm taking a lot more people in a group container, which is something I have never done before.
0: Are you so are you planning on being more personal or are you doing more video based? Like, do you have a structure set up? Yeah, there?
1: it's so it's going to be live. I have to be live and like connected with my people. Okay. Um, it's going to be live. They're going to be in a Zoom room with me. OK, um, and they're going to have access to me and an expert two calls a week for an hour or for a few hours twice a week, okay. every week. Okay. So it's going to be a lot of points of connection with me and with other expert coaches. Okay. Um, But it'll be a way that I can teach and facilitate a, to a lot more people in a period of time than nice. just a, being a one-on-one coach.
0: That's so, that's so inventive too. It's like, it's such an easy pivot or it's like you would think in your mind, yeah. it's like that I wish I would have thought of that or I wish yeah. I would have like came up with that approach. But it's like, it's once you hear it, you're like, ah, that makes sense. Totally. Um, Are you, are you, I guess here's my, what was it? I was going with uh, someone who's starting out. Is there kind of like, are you looking for someone who is really, really fresh and just like has an idea or can you be someone who's maybe just like in their first one or two years and trying to figure out things?
1: It can be either way. It can be somebody who's fresh idea has really done nothing, or it can be somebody who is new in business, but they're like, I need I need like a proven plan of action and they, and they're tired because I feel like people are so tired of being alone right now that they want to create connections. They want to connect with other entrepreneurs. And so what a better thing to do than put them all together in a container so they can get to know each other. They can kind of market research on each other. Um, and we can grow their ideas together.
0: Yeah. And it also, I mean, it sometimes facilitates creative approaches where it's like, you know, one person's, expertise or skill level is that you know at this one particular mm-hmm. thing whereas someone else might not be as skilled at that level yet and just needs that push or that creative um, outlet that someone already has that like helps inspire them or helps totally. them get there um, I, I really do love these like kind of container situations because it does facilitate teamwork a little bit mm-hmm. too um, so yeah, I, 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 wish you nothing but the best of luck.
1: Thank you. I'm really excited for it. Yeah.
0: Uh, so we were reaching the end here and usually towards this moment is where I pitch it to you to let everyone know where they can find you online and, uh, anything else that you want to promote is your time. Go right ahead.
1: Sounds good. So you can find me. My website is reginalawrence.com. I spend a lot of time on Instagram, as I said, <laughs> and my handle is at reginalawrence.com Um, For anybody who is a coach or launching a coaching business, I'm hosting a free webinar at the end of the month, um, teaching people how to get your first three paid clients or your next three paid clients. And if you're interested in that, you can see it at the website is three, the number three paid com.
0: Awesome. Anything else that you're wanting to pitch or anyone that you think would be. A good fit for us. I mean
1: Oh I yeah. It. I have some friends that I think would be great for you guys. Oh awesome. Yeah. I'm very excited now. Yeah, I'll send them over to you.
0: Okay, good. So before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So check us out at FindingArizonaPodcast Podcast under all social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Let us know who you want in next. Last but not least, we do have a place where you can go become a super fan. Patreon.com slash finding Podcast. Go over there. We have exclusive bonus content for you there like our bonus podcast called Fine Examination, which Regina will be taking next, so uh, hear her exclusive content over there at uh, patreon.com slash podcast We will see you on the next episode. Good night, y'all.